Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thank you so much for joining us. Coming for you this morning, I am coming to you from yesterday. (laughs) This is a voice from yesterday's past. I'm still in Orlando as I'm recording this at the Fred Dodson Seminar. By about the time you're hearing this, I'll be back in North Carolina. I'm getting out of here early and we'll be back there to kind of figure out what's next on the agenda. Of course, when we figure that out, you'll know about second right after I do. So we'll keep that journey going for sure. Got a couple of things that came up here this weekend that I wanted to talk about. First of all, obviously, we are all the whole world watching these events unfold in Ukraine and just with sheer sadness and shock and awe, I think, is kind of where we still probably all are, even though it's maturing as a news story, sadly. When I got here the first morning of the event, there was an IHOP next door, so I walked down there to get some breakfast, and it was in the 6 o'clock, just after 6 o'clock, and I looked up and to the left, which was the east, and there was Venus and Mars, and oh my goodness... I wear glasses. I've had to for several years, had great vision until I was 40, and then here we go. And the progressive lenses just framed the two. They were, at that point, on that day, that was Friday, that they were applying to each other, so they were moving to the exact conjunction, which happened yesterday. Today would be about the same net effect, separating from yesterday early morning, just after midnight Eastern time, is when they conjoined. But I mean, it was the coolest thing because the progressive lenses made it where they separated just enough. I did a quick little video on our Facebook page, Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners. I was just shooting with my phone, right, and looking up there, and of course it looked like a big old golf ball, and this truck drove by. And just as the truck drove by and disturbed the shot perfectly enough (laughs) that when the phone locked back on, you could see that they were separated. You could actually see exactly what I'm talking about. So that was really cool. If you would like to see it, now I'm looking at an East Coast chart here, basically set to Atlanta, Georgia. But if you go out about 6.15 in the morning and look in the eastern sky just before the sun, you will see Venus and Mars conjoined up there. And Venus is so bright, and we're going to talk about why here in just a second. So on the chart, if you can visualize this, obviously that 9 o'clock point on the chart is the ascendant point, and that is the sunrise, and the chart follows the horizon. So as you go from 9 o'clock up to 12 o'clock, that's the sun moving through the morning, up there around 12 o'clock somewhere, depending on what house system you're using, is the sun's highest point in the sky on the day that you're observing, and then it moves to the right over toward 3 o'clock as it sets. So that follows the path of the sun. So the sun would be in the first house as you're looking at Venus and Mars at 6.15 in the morning. The sun would be in the first house in Pisces right there along with Jupiter and Neptune, and then the conjunction would be in the 12th house or just ahead of it in the sky, if you will. So it's just a really cool little phenomenon. Now, let's talk about exactly what's going on here, because I think this is significant to where we are. You remember, uh, what, last week, I think, or the week before, we talked about Venus and Mars dancing in the sky? Well, when I saw that, and then I actually saw a Facebook post that kind of tipped me off to this, 
was to look at the cycle of Venus. All right, so here are some Venus fun facts. Venus rotates between exactly what's going on now, where it rises brightly in the morning, called the morning star, and then it shifts its cycle to where it is the bright star in the evening. And I remember being in North Carolina this summer and even talking about it and seeing Venus and Jupiter in the sky, and we talked about it here on the podcast. All right, so what does that cycle look like? Well, let's begin with where we are right now. So Venus as a morning star rising brightly in the morning occurs for about 263 days. Orbits are always approximate. So about 263 days, it appears in the morning. Then it goes behind the sun from our perspective for about 50 days. Then it appears for the same about 263 days in the evening. Then it goes in front of the sun for eight days and the cycle repeats back to the morning. Now, in, here's why this is significant. In some ancient cultures, even going back to the Roman era, considered Venus rising in the morning as a Luciferian symbolism. In other words, the light bringer, if we were to go back even to biblical terminology. And I don't want to get on a sidecar here, but this is where even talking about planets from a gender perspective gets a little bit dicey because everybody today calls Venus a she. Well, back in the Roman and Greek eras, they were Venus was often portrayed as a male bearing a torch. Now, of course, if you want to bring biblical context into it, we always think of Luciferian as connecting with Lucifer or Satan, which from Isaiah talked about the fall. You have fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn. Just to complete the cycle, Venus as the setting star is often referred to as Hesperus, but I'm not going to go down that path here. But the point now is that there are some ancient cultures that considered Venus in the morning as an element of conflict and even war. Now, look, obviously, we could go back a long ways in history and find a lot of Venus as the morning star cycles where there was no conflict. And I did a little bit of research online and found that there was some tracking of where there was. To me, that's just not distinguishable enough to say that this is thus and so as a firm, definitive astrological pattern. And you can't even do that because, remember, consciousness changes everything, right? So even if we did imprint something, you have to consider the opposite side of it. But just significant that Venus is now rising in the morning. And when you look up there tomorrow morning and you see Venus and Mars exactly conjunct up in the sky, and you think about what's going on around the world that we have had just in the last five or six days, Venus and Mars conjoin. Venus and Mars conjoin Pluto. Yeah, if you want to know where Pluto is in the sky, find Venus in the morning. It's right behind it because they are all merged together now. And think of that energy as you look up in the sky and just absorb the context of that energy as we're seeing shadow sides of all of these planets. Pluto, death. Pluto, even extended into modern terminology, nuclear war. Mars, the god of war, conflict, tension, aggression. Venus in the morning from a way back in history going all the way back to the roots of astrology, conflict, 
and we just have to almost bow our heads in wonder and respect for what's going on above our heads and I think the privilege to be interpreting this. And on that note, let me just close with a plug for the Fun Astrology 101 course. The reason I created this course was to give you bite-sized little chunks of how you can learn astrology. And right now, it's going to be important not only that we keep analyzing the sky together every day, but also that you learn to look at the chart for yourself because you need to see where your aspects line up in this process. And the course will teach you how to get there and get to that point. So if you haven't participated in it, if you're not in the course, I would just encourage you, if you wanted to learn astrology and wanted to learn to interpret this stuff for yourself, take a look at it. It's very easy to find right on the funastrology.com website. Thanks for letting me stay a few minutes extra here. I think just some really important stuff going on. I'll be back in the van and back in North Carolina tomorrow, and I'll see you then. Have a great day. Bye-bye. 